Hello everyone, this is Deborah Richardson and today I am putting the AP in Happy where accounts payable teams are empowered to protect the vendor master file from fraud. This podcast will give a voice to accounts payable team members by talking about the growing reality of cyber attacks in their world and which vendor setup and vendor management techniques they can apply to protect the vendor master file from fraud. Are you or your team performing all possible vendor validations? Do you know which documents have the key data you need to confirm that the vendor you are about to create or update is real? Be sure by downloading the vendor validation reference list. It also has links to all the resources listed. Download at www. Dot Deborah D E B R A R Richardson R I C H A R D S O N dot com. Wondering what machine learning can do for accounts payable? Well, my guest today, Miko Heitinen, CEO of DoApp, is here to share with you how you may already be using it, and if not, how you can start. Keep listening. Welcome to episode 90, Machine Learning and Accounts Payable. Today, I have Miko Heitinen to discuss machine learning. And Miko is the CEO at DoApp. And Miko, I want you to share your background and what's unique about do app or do AP, especially where the name came from and the deal with the cute pooch that's watching over the lambs on the homepage of your website. He's also in emails. I've seen him there. So kind of tell us what's up with the pooch as well. Yeah, sure. Thanks, Deborah. Great to great to be here and hello everybody. Uh, maybe I just start with a little bit of a background uh, of, of myself. So I got a history of uh, 20 years in, in software business, uh, different roles, uh, business roles, uh, finance roles. I've been a CFO myself as well. So I guess I have a little bit of an idea of what we're talking about when we're talking about uh, AP, AP automation. And I, I guess uh, outside, uh, Work. I'm, I'm really interested in cooking and also a fan of sports. So I guess those go nicely together because when you eat, you got to take care of the exercising as well. Yeah. But uh, going going back to, to do app, I, I guess in terms of uh, the name, uh, we kind of uh, obviously wanted to combine AP accounts payable into something that is, uh, is very, very concrete and something to do with with the tasks that we're facing day to day and that is probably when we came up with the do and that is uh, why we ended up with uh, do app and uh, there were actually quite a lot of other options as well I'm not going to mention those because some of them weren't weren't that good but uh, <laughs> anyway when when it really comes to the pooch I, I think um, the the breed there is Potter Collie and uh, 
think uh, we all kind of associate it uh, with uh, the intelligence uh, and it's it's kind of uh, one of the most intelligent working dogs uh, in, in the world. And uh, I think when we have the sheep included there, yeah. we tend to think that those are actually the, the invoices uh, that the do-app dog takes care of because sometimes they are out of uh, control and we, we actually want to see that everybody's in, in line. So maybe that's a bit of a background to, to the dog and, and the name do-app. Wow. Okay. So he's watching over the sheep uh, in that pic on, on your website. It's And actually it, it does have that meaning of, you know, watching over, you know, your processes, your invoicing. So that's a, that's a very powerful image. And I do love the pooch and I have seen him in emails um, before as well. So it's a, uh, it's it's just something different and it's it's great branding so do ap and that's actually spelled d uh o o a p or do app um do you get a lot of people calling it do ap because i think i've done that twice and we've been not only been on the podcast like two minutes <laughs> yeah well well we see it every now and then but i think generally it's it's do app and uh, but for example okay. when we go into industry wins we kind of uh hear people trying to figure out is it do AP or, or do app, but I, I guess we're fine either way. <laughs> All right, so let's jump right in with machine learning. And I've done a couple of podcasts on robotics process automation or RPA, where you build rules for software bots to follow, which does help accounts payable with those tasks that are rule based. But, you know, I think it's time now that we need to move on to more digital solutions that can go beyond rule-based task. And I know at DoApp, you've done some recent talks on machine learning. So if you can help us understand what is machine learning and where does it fit with artificial intelligence and how are both different from RPA? Yeah, uh, that, that's a good, good question. And uh, maybe kind of uh go a bit back to, to the definition. So I, I think if we look at a machine learning overall, uh, I'd say that's kind of a subset of uh, artificial intelligence in, in general, because I, I think that's very far-reaching concept. So you can, you can include machine learning there. Partially also RPA, although as, as you were mentioning, uh, it's kind of uh, rule-based, so as, as such, uh, there isn't that much of an artificial intelligence building into it. But uh, anyway, I think uh, these areas are, are kind of overlapping. And uh, I guess if, if you kind of uh, want to go deeper in, in terms of machine learning, then you actually get in, into deep learning, which is uh, maybe even more intelligent uh, subset of, of AI and, and machine, machine learning. But uh, I, I'd say that, uh, RPA, really, that is something that uh, uh, it's kind of a traditional way of working. That you you have a, you have a target, you have a specification against which you're working for. You define define the rules, and you have, a, let's say, very very easily defined or well, not necessarily easily, but at, at least a use case that you can you can define, and then based on that 
you will be building the rules and it will solve your your business problem but i'd, I'd really say that the the fundamental uh, difference is is that uh, rpa is is really rule-based uh, maybe more structurally tied in into how you define it and then machine learning as as the name suggests it's really something that can can adapt to to the needs and actually learns learns as as we go so on that note then with rpa and the machine learning i know when i was an ap manager um, we had uh, a tool out there that we could bring into our own team. And I even uh, had the luxury of being able to identify somewhere to use um, one of the tools. And there are tools out there like Automation Anywhere and UiPath that you know put that power to automate in AP team's hands. Is that the same with machine learning? Is that a tool that can be used by like skilled AP team members with training the same way it is with RPA tools? Or is that something that's more for the automation tools that AP would purchase? So is that more for like software for e-invoicing or invoice automation? Or is it is it something that, you know, you can put that in the hands of an AP, a skilled AP team member and then they can kind of go forward the same way that that they do with RPA? Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, I think you're you're right that there's a bit of a difference there because uh, I think uh, machine learning overall, when you're kind of building the the model and teaching the algorithms, uh, it's a bit of a trial and an error, and uh, probably requires uh, quite deep uh, understanding on on how the models models work and what you actually want to achieve and it's uh, it's kind of uh, really never something that you can just get off of the self but it's it's really uh, by means of experimenting how you're getting getting the end results so I'd say it's uh, it's really a bit different from RPA uh, of course as, as, as you were saying if you have really really skilled uh, AP team members I guess nothing is really really stopping you in implementing machine learning tools, tools as well but I'd, I'd say that it's uh, way more complex in, in nature compared to actually maybe maybe some of the RPA tools tools out there yeah. and kind of looking in into the AP automation solutions then I, I think uh, because of, of the complexity that is typically something that you would have embedded in into the AP automation tools that actually someone else uh, has kind of figured out the, the math and uh, actually then the people using using the software don't really need to worry about it but it's it's kind of already in, in there and, and working. So we've heard out there that accounts payable teams are really starting to look at that based on the recent pain points uh, as a result of working from home during the pandemic. And so with these accounts payable uh, automation tools that are out there that have been around for years, now they're starting to incorporate machine learning as you just talked about. So what really makes the automation, those AP automation tools different now that we're starting to see that machine learning is included in those tools 
Yeah, I think it's really, in a way, the simple answer is that is the level of automation, because I, I guess uh, theoretically, if, if you look at AI and machine learning, uh, uh, that should uh, get us close to 100% level of automation. Obviously, we're not quite there yet, and I, I don't know if, uh, if there's anybody out there who's totally relying on, on the machines, but I, I think... Uh, Kind of the starting point how how we look at this uh, especially in the unfortunate times that we've been going through is that kind of the starting point for any any automation is that you're getting rid of uh, the paper and actually get everything in in a digital format and of course uh, you can use a third-party provider for that or, or you can do it your, yourself but once you actually capture all the data that you have available on the invoice or, or other document, that is kind of the starting point uh, then for, for the automation. And I, I guess then uh, the difference in a way between RPA and machine learning comes into play because if, if you think about RPA, it's, it's kind of rule-based, but mm -hmm. uh, machine learning kind of has all the historical data in, in the background, so whatever, you've done with that invoice in, in the past is available uh, for figuring out what should I do today for, for this invoice. And I think it's uh, it's very similar to, to the human thinking because um, you remember that, okay, two months ago I had this kind of invoice. I probably did uh, this and, and that, and that was the right thing to do. It may be that you don't actually remember that on on the spot but uh, anyway that's that's the thinking process but the good thing with with the machine is is really that uh, you can easily in, in like uh, nanoseconds go back to the history a couple of uh, years and maybe millions of transactions and figure out how should we actually deal with this this kind of transaction and what have we done before before with this kind of invoice and maybe just uh, a simple uh, example there is that if you think about a purchase order based invoices and typically you have some miscellaneous costs there it could be freight it, it could be something else and obviously uh, that's a mismatch then because the PO value doesn't tie exactly to, to the invoice but then with the machine learning capabilities it's pretty easy to spot that anomaly in a, in a way and say that okay hey it seems like we've had this uh, freight cost repeating here every month or, or week in the past so it's probably okay to assume that this is actually that kind of cost and when you think about the, the data on, on the invoice uh, actually the OCR capabilities, uh, what, what we're having in the system, they are actually able to catch that uh, kind of notion to, to the freight. So you know that it says here freight and it's, it's 50 bucks. So that's what, what it's got to be. And what that means then is that nobody actually needs to touch that invoice anymore because it's already taken care of, of by, by the system. So where years ago before, you know, machine learning came into these AP automation tools, that probably would have been an exception that a human would have had to look at because it would not have been a match. Exactly. And I, I think that's that's the whole point of, of, yeah. of the machine learning that we also just kind of want to 
uh, bring the real exceptions to the hands of, of the A people. So something that is repeating and straightforward, you don't necessarily want to want to deal with that. Yeah, and the what about the uh, one of the biggest pain points, whether you're working remotely or working in the office, and it's that coding, GL coding of the invoice. Machine learning can help in that instance as well. Yeah, uh, that's that's a very good point because I I think uh, traditionally uh, the coding also has been a bit more rule based. That let's say you have a, have a particular vendor. Uh, you would uh, code the invoice in in the same manner every every time, but then again, you you may have uh, multiple accounting lines and some other exceptions. But then again, going back back to that, uh, machine learning helps a great deal there because it it will kind of take care of uh, the rule based coding you you had in in the past, and also when you have a lot of uh, different data in, in the background, obviously based on the invoice content, the machine can already interpret that, okay, it looks like this is uh, office stationery that, that these folks are buying. So I think I should be accounting that accordingly. And then maybe just have a, have a little plaque in the AP system saying that this was actually coded by, by Einstein or whoever. So if, if the, the AP team wants to check the things that have been completed by the machine that is that is always uh, possible that's very interesting and it really streamlines the ap process makes that um, more efficient because you have less exceptions that a human has to touch and speaking of touch i think one of the unique aspects of do app is that you guys have a mobile app correct yes that is true one of your taglines is even just swipe invoices off your to-do list. I think that's great. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's literally like that because when when you use our app, uh, you actually get the invoice there. And if if you want to drill down in into the details, you can always do that and see the invoice picture even and change the accounting entries. But I think the bottom line there is that you just actually swipe right if you want to approve the invoice and that's that's it that's all you need to do and then if uh, if it's something that you don't want to process uh, right now you just uh, swipe left and then it's on on your to-do list or then you can send it back to back to ap but i think uh, where we're aiming at is is that uh, whenever it hits your mobile app everything's mm -hmm. taken care of and and you just uh, approve with a kind of single motion of, of your your finger and that's that's it and I think that will that will actually make everybody's life a lot easier especially when you're you're working outside of, of the AP or finance organization because I think sometimes uh, we tend to forget that there are actually a lot of uh, people involved in, in the AP process and we're if it's not working perfectly then we're consuming everybody's time. I know on the vendor side, when we talk about AP automation and vendor portals, I always talk about vendor adoption. But there's a whole other side of that that's definitely present with invoice automation as well. And that's the employee or internal team member adoption. And I think anything that makes that process easier, like the mobile, being able to approve it on your mobile phone um, so that people can approve it when they're in 
in the office, not in the office. And then as we all get back to traveling, it makes it uh, convenient. And so it just increases the adoption because adoption can be an issue with internals and also with vendors. And so often the internals uh, are sometimes left out. And so giving them the option for the mobile, I think is a great way to increase adoption internally. Yeah, and I, I think like, uh, let's say looking at managers, uh, C-level mm -hmm. person, like we've received some feedback from, from our clients and, and particularly their CFOs, that is it's actually great with this app because there's also the, mm -hmm. the kind of, uh, if you look at the process, there needs to be a control point. And typically yeah. kind of enforcing controls uh, is also a lot more easier and meaningful when the approval process is, is simple. So when everything is, is okay and you need to approve the, your invoices or payments, you just actually go in into mobile app and, and do it. Let's talk about the security with that mobile app. I'm assuming security precautions taken with that um, as well. With yes, that feature. of course. So talking about security, you recently published an article on msdynamicsworld.com and you identified some ways to reduce fraud in AP. And that's kind of where I live, um, especially within uh, the vendor onboarding and vendor updating process. So can you share with the audience uh, some tips and are any of them related to the use of machine learning? Uh, yes, yes, they are, and I, I think the the overall uh, thinking what what we're having in in the product obviously is that there needs to be built-in controls and relevant control points for whatever you're you're actually doing doing in the system and kind of. Uh, uh, limiting the the human interaction to to the steps where it's is necessary, and uh, I think as as part of that, as as I was saying earlier, it's really important that we get everything digital from the very beginning of of the process because then then you can use uh, all all that data, and uh, of course, uh, kind of from the fraud prevention. Uh, perspective uh, delegation of, of authority or the rules that you have in, in the company they need to be building in into the system but uh, then I, I think uh, where machine learning comes in into play is, is really again going back to to the data because uh, you can easily scan through the history that okay there's uh, there's an invoice from from this vendor maybe the bank account details, address details, invoice details, they've been like that in, in the past. So are they the same currently? And uh, of course, verifying duplicate invoices, uh, vendor data, that's all where machine learning really, really comes in into play. And uh, I think maybe thinking uh, AP automation a bit along the lines of uh, credit cards because i think we all all know that uh, when we have a, a bit different shopping pattern than we've had in in the past we typically get a notification from our credit card company that hey something is not right or at least a question that yeah. did you actually buy this thing so i think it's very similar to to ap so when we use the capabilities of machine learning then we can really spot the anomalies from from the data and actually prevent anything anything from uh, 
happening and uh, not end up in, in a situation when it's actually too late. Okay, so by using machine learning, then you can see when an invoice is um, that typical static data, their email address, their banking details, their remit address, you can tell when that changes. Yeah. Wow, and then alert the accounts payable team so that they can research that more to verify whether that's a valid invoice or whether it's a fraudulent invoice. And if if valid, I mean, that's still a great way to identify changes um, that the vendor hasn't told you about. So it's still a good thing. Yeah, and I mean, then you can ask the question that, uh, hey, yeah. did he actually make these changes or, or not? And I, I think the point is just that, uh, what we want to do is that, okay, um, of course, we kind of, if we look at the traditional manual process, you would verify the, the content. Of course, sometimes you're really busy and you may not do that. But actually, when when you're applying modern AP automation powered by the machine learning, then kind of all the anomalies are are flagged to you, so you don't actually need to need to worry about, let's yeah. say, the standard items. But when there's uh, something that is not right, you can focus on that. Yeah, and again, I think that's really good because um, not a lot, but I have had a few people reach out to me in the past and talk about or ask, you know, because um, they say that they've been tasked with identifying, you know, when their vendor information information changes on an invoice, yet, you know, they have and probably maybe a system that, that doesn't have machine learning in it, and so there's no way for them to tell if there's a change on the invoice, yet they're responsible for uh, noticing when there's information on the invoice that has changed. So it sounds like well, machine learning solves that problem. Yeah, it, it would. And I, I think there are plenty of other, other use cases, but I, right. I think maybe kind of the simplest one are, are also the most powerful. Yeah. Okay, so I know that Duap has a podcast, new podcast called AP Automazing, and I love that name, by the way. What do you talk about on your podcast episodes? Yeah, I think it's the it's the typical things that we would uh, think our customers and prospects are thinking. So I I think uh, yeah. where we got started was really uh, how how to get going with uh, AP automation. Uh, we've been going through some of the machine learning topics, uh, a bit explaining the implementation project of AP automation, because uh, sometimes we, we still see that people are thinking it as as very complex and complicated project, which it really isn't, because you, you can implement modern AP automation solution in, in a matter of, of days. And then uh, kind of uh, other topics that like uh, EE invoicing and uh, I'd say it's a bit of a combination of uh, uh, how to get mm -hmm. started, what is happening currently and how, how the future looks like. If I heard you correct, you said you have an episode out there on what the implementation process is like and then also an episode where you kind of go a little bit deeper into machine learning? That is correct, yeah. Okay, so with that, why don't you tell the audience where they can go to uh, listen to that podcast? I think it's on your site, correct? And is it on like all the normal podcast platforms? Yeah, it is on, on our site and all, all, all the normal uh, 
podcast platforms like Spotify, Buzzsprout, and, and so forth. So uh, that is where, where you can find our podcasts. All right. So I'll put a link to the podcast on your page. I'll put a link to that in the show notes. And so where can the audience go if they want more information on you or want more information on DoApp and the pooch? <laughs> yeah, so um, I think the best way to, to reach out is really go to doapp.com. Uh, of mm-hmm. course, we're, we're presenting in all the social media channels, uh, linked, uh, LinkedIn, Facebook, uh, uh, Twitter. But I, I think really the, the easiest way is probably to go on onto our, our website. All our team members' uh, contact details are, are in, in there. So you can find our our phone numbers and and so forth. And of course, uh, if there are any any questions uh, to me, I'm always available and happy happy to answer those. Yeah, and I see you have um, a chatbot here on your website. And of course, it says having a rough time. Are you ff <laughs> having a rough time with invoices? How can I help? So I guess the the site is a great place, a great resource to go. So I'll put that in the uh, in the show notes as well, as well as um, links to your other social media accounts. Okay. Oh, thank you. Appreciate that. All right. Well, thank you, Miko. I appreciate you coming on and talking to us about accounts payable and machine learning and what it can do for the accounts payable process. And uh, maybe we'll have you on again uh, sometime in the future. Thanks a lot, Deborah. It's been my, my pleasure and happy to join you in the future. So thanks, everyone. I hope you enjoyed the 90th episode of the Putting the AP in Happy podcast, where accounts payable teams are empowered to protect the vendor master file from fraud. Don't forget to check the show notes for the links mentioned in the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, consider subscribing and writing a review of my podcast on the platform that you use to listen. Stay happy.